Okay, well, we'll keep it domestic edition and think about that next episode. How the hell did you get in here? This is Domestic Edition, the ongoing affront to legitimate news discussion. I'm your host, Casey Davis. With me, as always, is Theron Parm. Hey, Casey. And producer Anonymous Mike. Hey, bud. Uh, so, um, uh, you had something to say, uh, Mike? Yeah, just uh, you know, before we get into this, we are going to be discussing Brett Kavanaugh and the allegations against him. Those include sexual assault, which may be... Upsetting to some of our listeners, just wanted to give you a heads up that there's going to be a lot of talk about that, and uh, if if need be, you can pick another episode. It, honestly, it's odd in the past uh, two years with anything, everything that we've done, that this is the only time we've had to give that type of warning, given uh, who's the president. Right. So how do you feel about the news this week, there? Just terrible. <laughs> I just saw a, uh, it literally just dropped two minutes ago, a fourth. Um, accusation against Brett Kavanaugh for sexual assault. This one occurring in um, allegedly occurring in 1998. Well, I oh seen, wow, because that's way after college. I have seen the words fourth accusation before, but like I'm, I mean that was like just out there, it's like floating around, right? Um, and it was in some shit paper. The what, did you see what that was from? Yeah, it's legit. Uh, it's NBC News. Okay, cool. Wow. But yeah, uh, so he's been so Kavanaugh has yeah, been review we nominated review. to be the, the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. Uh, yeah, by by, uh, by Republicans. Uh, you guys know this stuff. This is the only news story. Yeah, so me and Mike were talking about this before Theron got here. Um, yeah, the human. It's like tunnel vision over the past two weeks. This is the only news story. So I'm. It's odd if you don't know. Well, if, if you're tuning in and you're a news fanatic, it's right. odd if you don't know. I mean, we just found... It seems like it's been forever. But really, we just found out that Trump's dick is shaped like... <laughs> um, <laughs> like a toadstool. <laughs> yeah. Toad from Mario, yeah. Like it just seems... Every day seems like a week. You know? It does, but... Uh, but uh, this has been going on for a while. Yeah, but yeah, um, Kavanaugh... Uh, I'm sorry, what's his full name? Brett, Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. Judge Brett Kavanaugh. And, and he's the nominee, and the, every time he we get a new accusation um, of sexual misconduct, which, you know, at first it started, uh, we didn't know maybe what it was, it could have been anything, and we had, like, a very nebulous accusation, and then we had, like, a flashing, and then we found out the first accusation was, like, more serious than we thought, and then, like, there was a third accusation that was, like, maybe really serious, and this fourth thing is, like, the worst... And it just like keeps piling up, and uh, the, the if, once again, if you haven't been keeping up, and I is that a, is that a good review, guys? Can we just dive in now? Yeah, I think you know, um, yeah, one at least one, two sexual assault claims, one sexual misconduct claim. Um, I'm not, I don't know the specifics of this fourth claim that just came up. He's but alleged to have been drunkenly like in a bar district and groped somebody. It's an anonymous complaint. It's the first one we don't have a name to. Okay. But well, it is being picked up by news outlets and Senator Cory Booker. I, I will oh, tell you, the same thing happened to me on this story as what happens to basically um, all conservatives. And and it's, God, it, it, and it pisses us all off and happens every time. That's a natural media thing. They, uh, they There's an accusation. And they come out with a very milk toast watered down description of it first. That's the one we all see first. Mm -hmm. And all of us are just like, that's nothing! Every time. 
conservatives come out and that's their response. And, and, that's, and that's the headline they see first, and they keep saying that, and they don't see the second headline that says it was worse. Or if they do, they don't care, they, or they ignore it, because, yeah. you know, the bullshit. And, um, you know, uh, so, you know, I, I did exactly what I did with the pussy grab thing, you know, where I, I, I made an ass of myself, uh, first, first comment, first comment, every time. And uh, although uh, this Kavanaugh stuff, it's not as clear... As, um, as some other stuff we've done, it's not as clear as that guy that that that, that Senate oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. down in Alabama. Yeah, this it's is not as cut and dry as that. Yeah, but like as it goes on, it just like to degree by degree, just like okay, this guy was a perv. That's way. That's the way these things work. That's how they always go. It's it. I don't want to say never, but it's almost never just one. And so whenever. The guys from National Review or whoever come jump in at the defense. They they make fools themselves every cause time. Because it because ha- then the next one comes, the next allegation comes, and then the next one, and the next one. It's a pattern with people like this. Yeah, I mean, I think part of the problem we have with this, both as a political system and as a society in general, is like we're never going to know the objective truth on any of these claims. No, I mean we we don't have time machines. They've existed between twenty and. 35 years ago all right. those things have happened. And or so have happened. it's it's going to be really hard for anybody to reach a satisfying um, conclusion on this because well, I mean, what is a satisfying uh, you know, conclusion at this point? Well, and uh, that that is a question that came up in the group actually, that question. Um, and uh, uh, hell, I think it was you made it like well, and, and my reply was uh, that um, this can't be satisfying individually to us as participants in the argument, but um, I think on a longer historical scale, we have a perv who's being made an example of, and uh, we'll see. and the positive effect of making an example of a perv is always long term. So we'll see. I mean, <laughs> Senator, Senator Lindsey Graham said that. It doesn't matter what happens during the testimony. It doesn't matter what else he hears. He's made up his mind. I think a, a large majority of Senate Republicans, like 45 plus of them, have made up their minds. And it does not matter what else comes out. National Review have straight up like held the gate on this. Yeah. Everything. They will not even... Every new accuser, they have smeared her as a liar. It's kind of gross for National Review standards. Although National Review has that schizophrenic thing where they have all the, you know, hoity-toity, high-end, oh, well, conservatism has gone awry, uh, guys that we love. And then, um... This includes... And and then they have, you know, these Ben Shapiro smear types, which, you know, I know um, good conservative member Andrew Hughes, you like Ben Shapiro, but that guy jumps on shit way too early and too fast and too hard, and you know it and don't pretend otherwise. It's Jonah Goldberg. Yeah. It's David French. Really? It's all of them. Yeah. Well, you know, I've not been reading Goldberg too much recently. It's like the more um, he goes on his fucking book tour, the more he crawls up his own ass... And it's like, uh, he hit his point of relevance, and I don't know if, like, what else he has to say, so. I just think... Like, Goldberg was my guy, and I've not been reading it. It's Charles C. Cook, 
Andrew McCarthy. It's literally all of them. They it, it's like they have an internal editorial agreement of how uh, to handle this. Well, I mean, and they do. Yeah. Because they're uh, we uh, here's the like until it's been proven. You know, if we be. want this guy, uh, uh, we, and I say we because I, I, I can't disassociate myself from these guys. Um, we want this guy in the slot. I don't know why it has to be this guy. We can plug any asshole into the slot, drop him and plug any conservative asshole exactly. into the slot, and, and they're not doing it. At the very least, Republicans will have till January. I think part of it is be- because of the... Uh, current framework where you know we have very different media streams i think conservatives because of stuff like national review there there is a bubble where this is all clearly bullshit and they don't want their politicians to give in to the bullshit yeah they, you know they don't want to be duped uh, you know trump's comment that the democrats are winking they're winking at well, each other always, about well, you fuckers always are winking. That's the thing about it. Oh, is, sure. It's and and we're all and we're winking too. And there's always the wink going on, and and there's always the dupe, and there's always the bullshit, and you, and, and and everybody's fighting for blood. Right. I and mean, it's the opposing party's kind of job to dig up shit, and the yeah. media's job to dig up shit, and that's what they're doing. So, right. I've heard people be like, "Oh, this is just a political attack." I'm like, "Yeah, they really don't want him to be." On the Supreme Court. Well, they Court. want to piss in their ch- in the Republican shoes before November. But this is but but th- that doesn't mean that these things didn't happen. Well, but th- but oh. that's what they think. They think it's a it's a conspiracy. Well, that well, well, okay, we're we're talking. Okay, the Republicans think it's a conspiracy. Democrats, they don't fucking care if it's real. They want to piss in Republican shoes before it's new. I'm talking about Democrats, capital D, working in D.C. <laughs> Democrats out in the country who vote like regular like people like Theron. Um, I'm sure they care because, like, they're decent fucking human beings. But Feinstein, and, uh, they sit on this shit and then they bring right. it up at the lat when they need it and whatever. Well, let's not, yeah, let's not kid ourselves. Every single senator is looking at their polling numbers and everything. Oh, yeah. While they're making these decisions about Kavanaugh. Yeah. They're not, I mean. And the poll numbers drive all None of, of them are. All none of, of them are. Nobody's yeah. conscious. Nobody's, um, here's the thing, they're conscious, but not even their naked ambition and, and gross strategery drive it either. It's all the polls. They can't make their own decisions. Yep. I mean, you, you and I were discussing, I can't remember if it was Vox or uh, 538, discussing the fact that the reason Republicans are staying with Kavanaugh so, so hard is because um, evangelicals really want him, and evangelicals really don't want the Republicans to give in to this tactic. Um, and the reason that that matters is because Republicans are already looking at lower than normal turnout just because of the unpopularity of the president. Um, and they cannot afford to lose evangelicals who have been the most reliable part of Donald Trump's base thus far. Um, and, and they need that. If but, they have a yeah, hope of holding on to the Senate. They, 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 I, I can't help but think that Trump made it in his... Well, he didn't give a fuck who's on the Supreme Court. Whoever made these decisions in his administration just picked the wrong guy. They knocked it out of the park with Gorsuch. 
No one accused Gorsuch of yeah. sexual assault. Nope. And yeah, that he is got, a good point. And he got Democratic votes. He did. You, and, and that's a brilliant point. You can do this. You can find someone who's squeaky clean right. in that department. Right. And it's not like Gorsuch is some great defender of Roe v. Wade. I mean... No, no. Wade, that has nothing not. to do with it. That well, nothing, and that has nothing to do with it either, yeah. That, that, I mean... It's all... And here's the thing. Uh, I, this was the big... This was my big conclusion with the pussy grab thing and then the uh, Women's March afterwards was uh, uh, George W. Bush was against abortion and didn't have a Women's March. Uh, uh, Donald Trump got a women's march. And it's because he doesn't respect women. Right. And this Kavanaugh thing shows that Kavanaugh does not respect women. You can, in this country, have an, an, an opinion against abortion and still respect women. Right. And, and this really clarifies that, I think. I, I mean, yeah. It, there are lots of women in the pro-life movement. You and, know, voters, and voters understand it. Further. Right. It, and it's, it's, yeah. And, you know, my personal views on abortion aside, I can definitely understand the arguments on both sides of that debate. Um, but I don't think there's really another side on the raping people <laughs> debate. It's a pretty... Well, and that's where, it all, is. that's where it all comes down it's to. It's been... There have been... Well, it doesn't matter if it happened a long time ago. Boys were boys back then. Well, and, and start as long shit. as part of the question is whether or not the rape happened... Happened, right. Because that's the thing. If you believe the rape happened, then there is no moral question. You're he's evil, blah blah. You know, and everything flows from that. I mean, and, and and then if if you believe the rape did not happen, then everything flows from that. And and like what? And and the people who think the rape happened do not even like stop and accept that the rape could not have happened, and vice versa. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, it's it's this is a really difficult situation you know i mean we we do not have it, it's a he said she said it, that's that's what it is always, it's always, a he always. said and she said and she said and she said and and that definitely flavors the the views it on it should flavor it a little bit more um than it does than than, than it should have than it affects the end maybe it will maybe maybe this is where it does maybe this is where it happens i mean we finally does affect it maybe I mean, there are there are a few Republican senators who might vote no. Susan Collins has privately, apparently, it was reported, uh, expressed real concerns because of these accusations. Murkowski has publicly uh, uh, called for an FBI investigation, or has at least suggested that it would be a good idea. Yes, as she was um, getting chased, it would certainly answer questions, wouldn't it? She said, which yes. is totally different from your, you know, Orrin Hatch pedo. Yes. Types who are just <laughs> oh. like, nope, she's a liar. Yeah. Right. And and I mean, I think well, right now that the calculus for the the Republicans is really tough. I mean, because with these allegations, Democrats have an out. They're not getting a single Democratic vote unless they, you know, all of these women completely collapse um, their stories. Which won't happen. Which won't happen. Period. Not by the end of the week. They're not getting. No. Yeah. yeah not this week. Yeah. They're now and. So Friday is the hearing to move Kavanaugh out of judicial committee consideration, and then sometime next week there would be a vote on whether or not to confirm him. Are you sure? Because uh, Bob Casey and a couple other Senate Republicans were like, we're going to be here through the weekend. Oh, we're wow. Going to 
push this through. Yeah, the, well, the Democrat. Uh, I'm sorry. I all I read and I, I they want to get this out of the news and over with. Yeah, I have not. I, I've not been clicking in all honesty, but all the headlines I see say that Republicans are doubling the fuck down. Yes. Like tripling, quadrupling, quintupling the fuck down. A lot of them are. But if they lose two, if they lose two, then it's over. Then it's over. And, yeah, and you know, as long as the margin lose... is that thin, then it's real. Then, then, right. then the possibility is real. And if we want to be cynical about it, and we are, because it's the, this is a big blessing for all those Senate Democrats who were going to have. Oh vote yeah. Yeah. Because now, now not they only have, now they don't have, have to. clear yeah. reason to not do that. Donnelly, I mean, imagine the position. Donnelly, Donnelly can get away with it. Yeah. Imagine his position if they had nominated that woman good. from from Notre Dame. No, he, he, he wouldn't have been voted, able to vote against he, it. He voted to confirm Gorsuch. Right. I mean, he he would he's he'll do it. It'd be over by now. And and Republicans yeah. would have padded their their dossier with women, saying, "Hey, look, we we Donald Trump doesn't hate women. He nominated one for Instead, the Supreme Court." They picked this guy do we, who doesn't seem that bright, who looks like a a pile of cold mashed potatoes in a soup. <laughs> Who to, he released his calendars today from that year that he kept from oh my 36 God, years ago. Idiotic. He releases calendars from when he was on He was grounded. He, a bunch of grounded and a bunch of times where it listed he partied. Like a bunch of shit on there was like, yeah, partying. Like, Why would you write parties <laughs> on your calendar? Well, and like, what were you trying to absolve yourself of, man? Like, you, you, this doesn't help your case. At all. This it looks like you partied all summer that summer. It's bullshit. Like, what are you fucking doing? It's absolute bullshit. And I'm not even... I looked at it because I was like, oh shit, the calendar's well, did we? Oh shit. And then I'm like, he, he says he partied the whole summer. Did we mention how <laughs> okay. gross the, the Fox News denial was already? Uh, we have not before? discussed the uh, awkward... Like, uh, his interview his, with his, his wife. His direct response was to get on Fox News with his wife, which was for the purpose of talking to senators, which is gross. And the whole thing is gross. That's they, what Fox is. If, it's all if, about that base, baby. If it really didn't happen, then why do you feel the news, the need to get on Fox News? And I am the, like, chief doth protest too much, I hate that argument thing, the guy. Like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it when people say, oh, well, well if you didn't do it, then why is he denying it so much? I, I do hate that. I really do. But there is a specific... Going on Fox News to deny it that I've seen before. I've seen it. With Supreme Court justices like who are up for confirmation, that's pretty crazy to go on a I mean, really partisan trashy yeah, news network and where you don't even need voter support. Yeah. I mean it was it's just so stupid. Like the smart move for him would have been a simple denial in you know, text. Right? And then as this builds up, if he was smart, what he would have done is he would have held a press conference in which he discussed, you know, the importance of consent, the importance of women's rights, respecting women, sexual assault is a serious allegation. I mean, there's a way to do this. Instead, yeah. he said, basically, that she's a liar, and that he was a virgin for high school and for many years after that. Even though his fucking yearbook calls himself an alumni of a girl in his class. And it doesn't matter if you were a virgin, you attempted to rape her. Right, you, you can attempt... successful. <laughs> she didn't say... Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. She claims it was attempted. Right. He claims it happened in in the alumni joke. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. Uh, like, how does that even... And then Trump's been awful. His first response to it, of course, of course he's been awful, was, 
Well, if it was really as bad as she says, then oh, I'm like, dot, dot, dot. you are so stupid. Like, you're admitting, you, you just suggested that it happened, but that it wasn't that bad. I mean, like, it, oh, God quick, damn, real quick, I'd like to go back to what Mike said um, a moment ago, where uh, it, there's a way to do this. do this. Yeah. Uh, to some degree, uh, this feels like the last gasp of resentment to the fact that there's a way that you do this. That um, there's a lot of people who are just like, I shouldn't have to do the way that you do this if it didn't happen to me. If it didn't happen to me, I should just be able to come and come out and say it didn't happen. And you right. believe me because I'm a good guy. You right. know, that, that's, that, that's what a lot of this feels like. And I think you're going to see it go so badly for Kavanaugh. And once again, this is me predicting the future. My dipshit crystal ball. So who the fuck knows how it's going to happen. But it feels like. This is going to go so bad for Kavanaugh, or the next guy. It's going to go so bad, where um, you're going to have people just accept, well, yeah, there is a way that you go about this. I mean, <laughs> what, the, what I thought of when I was saying that was uh, the way Obama handled the, the Reverend Wright scandal. You know, they, they had this video oh, of his thorough. pastor. He was very thorough. And then he gave this really moving, interesting, deep, sincere-seeming speech about race um and it, i mean there it kind of went away although that showed that i mean from a partisan angle it doesn't matter if you give a sincere speech the other side will just ignore it well sure and keep bashing you so but it's good to shore up like yeah instead of people Th doing there, it just to screw a, there's the a other. set of people that you shore up when you do it either right. either way the yeah. response from kavanaugh has been very bad it has been he's not handled it well and from the party. And the big uh, testimony is supposed to happen tomorrow. You know what? His, his initial accuser is going to go before the Senate Judiciary Committee. The, uh, the Republicans have hired, they're all dudes, of course. And literally, the GOP Senate Judiciary has always been all dudes, forever. Yeah. There has never been a woman well, on that. Because but, we live on the planet Earth. Sure. But, yeah. But... But so they're high, they hired a, a female lawyer to ask Prosecutor the from uh, Arizona. Which make I mean, it would look bad if... If they had a, a guy. A bunch of, if, if, if it was a whole panel of these old guys. Yeah, yeah of course. This which... Woman. You can't let they, Warren Hatch which, near this lady. Okay, these people are smart enough to realize that you need to hire a lady lawyer for this interview, but not, hey, let's go ahead and just nominate that nice lady judge from Notre Dame in Indiana, who would just sail through. Yeah. They're not smart enough to think of that. Yeah. No. I Well, they've backed themselves into a corner. I mean, they, they can't... don't understand what fucking corners are! Yeah. I mean, they're... And Trump is like, no, never back down. Right. No, never back down. The base that they're appealing to now is no, never back down because it's all fake news and it's a conspiracy and we're not dupes and we're not going to give in to these, these democratic smear tactics. Yeah. Um, when, I mean... There's discretion is the better part of valor, right? Like you pick your fights and fighting for the dude that four women have come out public. I mean, and the worst thing is like in the worst case for Brett Kavanaugh, he goes back to being a federal judge. It's not like he's going to yeah. go to jail if His you back down. His life doesn't this. get ruined after right. this. No matter. No. <laughs> like he's he's not going to lose his appointment. He's no. not going to be. He's just not going to get. One of the most well, powerful I mean, jobs in, the, in the country for a lifetime appointment. Okay, real quick. <laughs> I just said his life will not get ruined. Um, no matter what, after this is done, he has to go home to his wife. 
and um, I don't know how they had this discussion, but it can't have gone well, and it can't have had a positive effect. So this guy's life did get actually very seriously damaged. Well, we do yeah, have to stop yeah. and recognize that. And we and and you know what? They didn't handle it well. That's not a serious accusation. The uh, it doesn't matter the number of accusers. Technically, if it's a court of law, you know, thing, right? Uh, oh God, I hate talking about this. God. But it's not. This isn't. That's the thing. Is I have to stop and point out the devil's advocate on this shit, and I don't want to. You get me? No, I get it. A bit. It, we're, we're in the court of public opinion, and the only justice you get here is mob justice. I mean, yeah. it's... It, it's Which, you know, I actually love a lot of the time. It's, it's just when it's, an, when it's this just really unseemly and pleasant topic, I'm just like, when can we be done so we can talk about fun things again? Well, got it. I mean, it's... it's um, we can stop talking about it when people stop raping people. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. And when exactly. politicians stop nominating... Exactly. Precisely. You know, scumbags. Which Gorsuch, is, which is Gorsuch went through just yeah. fine. Gorsuch exactly. sailed on through. More Gorsuch. And again, Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell warned him. He said, this is the one that will have the hardest time confirming. He did. He said that. He did. And and they they said, had a good list. Said, they did. He didn't say that because of all of this stuff. He said that because Judge Kavanaugh is a partisan hack. Is a partisan hack. Yeah, he's, he was never the best candidate he on worked, the list. He worked on, on the Whitewater thing with Clinton and was the one pushing to ask very specific sexual questions in public. Was like kind of shut down by Ken Starr and said, no, you can't go this hard. And then he worked in the Bush White House for years and years. Like, Well, and he was involved in that, that hack of the uh, Judiciary Committee, Democrats, computers. Like, that's come up. Well, he denies being involved, but... but well, it came he, up. Yes. But, okay, you let's get, not pretend. You need somebody who's just been a judge their whole life. Okay, right. like, uh, you've got all these people that are just like, well, if he's a good man and be a good judge, then just make him a good. Then just make him the judge, and 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 we, you know, uh, we the savvy set, quote yes. unquote. We we're talking about the reality of nomination, right? And how like he's and how a nomin- uh, there there are obviously tainted candidates and obviously not tainted candidates, and and uh, and and we and like. The, 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 there are thousands of people who are qualified for that position. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... Set to pick somebody else. Yeah. But it would be very hard to find another federal judge who is as deferential to... Executive power. Conservative executive power. Um, and Which that's what uh, you need it to get Trump... Yep. ...to put his stamp that's on. What, that's, how, that's how this happened. Yeah. I'm... I'm Maintain that the reason he was picked is because oh, it was Trump. He's, he made a pledge of loyalty or something. Yeah, shit. well, he's just straight up said, "Look, I don't think you should be able to prosecute presidents." And Kavanaugh kissed his ass. Yeah, to no end. Yeah. Now that's he did how this. This works. He released those things before that's how, that's how you get Trump to was president. Um, he, but Gorsuch shouldn't need to. No, Gorsuch didn't have to kiss any ass because he was a good judge. This guy's a piece of shit. He's not. He's not a high quality uh, candidate. In several regards, but regard, I mean, it's just costly at this point for Republicans. And, you know, there have been so many pieces written in media lately by teenage girls and, and, and young women saying, dude, we're watching and we're going to remember that you were like, eh, a little rape when you're 19. Uh. 
Like that that's gonna carry with the GOP. Let's not pretend that the Republican Party in ten years is gonna be the same as the one now because nothing is sustainable. <laughs> well sure. It, it, I just it's it's gonna be costly. Yeah. It's gonna it costs. Oh, and this is how it changes them. They've yeah. gotta lose in order to decide to change. Well you take Trump out of the GOP. What do they got then? It's yeah. gonna be no, we gotta it's ride this. Be some, we do have to ride this out. It's gonna be some rebuilding. They don't. They, it's certain. It's certainly true that they do not know how to build anything around anyone other than Trump right now. That I, is a fact. The Republicans. District six in Indiana is competitive, and that is a district that covers rural Indiana. Um, you know, from Richmond down to the border with Kentucky, over to about uh, Madison, Indiana. Wow. That's Trey Hollingsworth territory. You're getting I thought that was the ninth. Or is that the ninth? Yeah, and Liz okay. Watson turning. Yeah, Liz him. Watson has been really He's a hitting that with some ads. with a lot of money. Yes, but that's what Trey's. I mean, Trey bought that seat in yeah. the last election. Um, uh, it's going to be weird. It's one of the ones that you're going to see more and more Bush comparisons with the gradual wearing down of the base as time goes on, yep. because you can see it now already. I mean, it, they're not motivated. <laughs> it's already right up against his wall of thirty-five percent. Well, well, you look at it. You, you you look at it, and it's like on either end of the spectrum, there are the I won't even say less conservative Republicans. I just say the calmer Republicans. Who are sick of his shit, mm-hmm. and so they aren't super motivated. They never like to, it. They're not motivated to go vote and be a part of this process. And then on the far other side, you have all the super megas who are like, fuck this cuck Republican who never helps Trump. And Right. <laughs> like, you can't win. Like you, you can't win. And I mean, it's not like Democrats don't have the same problem with, you know... Uh, we have a giant split, and we'll see how that shakes out. Yeah. And everything's... But, again, we have less, so we have less to lose, whereas the Republicans have control of both chambers of Congress and the White House and soon yeah, the, the Supreme thing. Court. The Republicans have so much to lose over the next two, four, six, eight yep. years. So much. Yep. And this is, this, is, um, this is all leading up to 2020, which will not only be presidential election, but will also be a lot of state legislatures up, the new census, which means there will be redistricting after that. And a lot of possible Senate, very, sorry, a lot of possible Senate losses for Republicans. This is a real soft year for Republicans. They don't have many seats No, yeah. And and thus far, every two years, it's like clockwork. I look at um, who's the most vulnerable in those years' elections, and every year, the other party totally fucks up. Mm-hmm. Every two years. Yep. And and it, 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 uh, if if what you're describing to me, like in two years you're going to have the Republicans being vulnerable, and they'll have fucked up. Yes. So what are the Democrats going to do to drop the ball between now and then? Right. <laughs> I mean, Democrats are still trying to repair their local and state um, apparatus mm-hmm. after they just withered under Obama, which is. From a political standpoint, I would say easily the biggest error Democrats made of the Obama era was just they let all of their well, they abandoned all everything. Local. What do you, yeah? What do you and then what do you have when you don't have Obama? Yeah. What do you have when you don't have Trump? <laughs> it's so <laughs> uncanny the mirror image between those two. Yeah, like uh, conceptually, thematically. Oh yeah, I mean Trump definitely fills in 
the negative space in Obama's profile and vice versa. Yeah, like, I mean, they are complete they are opposites. opposites. Yeah. Um, no, but there's like there's like the weird overlap. So you could you could use the word bizarro more than more right. than a mirror image actually, because because uh, when when you have bizarro, if you know bizarro Superman, he's like Superman, uh, but he has like a, a key conceptual opposite thing going on, and he's also like stupid and ugly. So it's just like there's three yeah. like very important opposite things, but everything else is the same. And yes. Looking ugly, yes. snobbishly smart. Fucking stupid. <laughs> or, or, is it, or is it opposite across the board on Bizarro? It's, uh, but, uh, I don't know. But regardless, I, I, they, they, you know. I like, I like to keep, I like to keep, uh, I like to keep uh, the track of the difference between mirror image and Bizarro and opposite, you know. But anyhow, uh, it, it is, it is interesting how you can look back and see the chickens coming home to roost all the way back to Rome as a roost. I suppose so. Well, there will be books written about it. Always. The, just the Democrats really... There will be books written about it uh, claiming, you know, bullshit connections that weren't even there. So, uh, uh, so it will be fun. <laughs> Another th side effect is because the Democrats have been enduring, like, six or three straight election cycles of losing ground, their stable's pretty friggin' empty. <laughs> they don't have a lot of... I mean, this is the, the my concern as a, as a watcher, like... The stable theory has changed, though. Yeah, because, because you've got, you got all these first fucking timers coming up, all these women running for office. And, and I hope it, I hope it works well. I mean, Obama obviously became a senator, and then like two years later became president or whatever. Yeah. It was four years, um, and hopefully we, we, we get some of that in this wave. I'm, I, I just think that's the more than anything as an identifier of long term talent. You know this who is I'm be looking useful. at heavily? Who? Beto. Beto oh. is really popular with Democrats. David Lakeman. All our, Democrats like Our him. former uh, uh, member, David Lakeman, former uh, Democratic Party goon, as I understand it, and uh, now moved on to other things. But uh, he is our guy, uh, keeping us up to, be up to date on Beto uh, all the time. And every time he posts, it's just absolutely mind-boggling the progress this guy is making. This guy... He's running in a really tough state against Ted Cruz, who is unlikable, but will still probably win. But he's making a national headlines, national name for himself. He's young. Beto O'Rourke, Democratic candidate, Texas, against, yeah. Uh, he's younger. He's very charismatic, good voice, solid, is saying all the wrong things, has bona fide progressive ideas, while still being wonky enough to appeal to... You know, Me? more mainline <laughs> Democrats. This guy is... He's the total package. You know what he's like. Yeah. He's like he's, Obama. He's like Obama. Yeah, he's likable. The difference is going to be that Beto's not going to get chance to hold, like... like he's never going to be, like, governor. He could get a mayoral spot if yeah. he doesn't get the senatorial spot. Well, I mean... He might uh, not win his own state. We're all waiting yes. for blue Texas every two years. We're waiting for blue Texas. But uh, uh, Beto... Uh, he's likable, which uh, softens the fight against him, always. You know, it's yep. like uh, when we had Greg running here in Indiana for governor. Yep. Uh, he was super duper likable, and that softens. Holcomb as well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Holcomb is Republican, and although Holcomb won, uh, Greg didn't. Uh, I know, but Holcomb was so he got a softened response because yeah. we were going to vote for Greg. Yeah. Until Holcomb came along. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's oh, true. We can deal with Holcomb. Yeah, we can deal yeah. with Holcomb. Hol Holcomb's all right. That's true. So, so, so it cut the the other way back. But yeah, people aren't pushing so hard against Beto. And what's really catches your eye though, 
in this campaign is how desperate Ted Cruz is. Oh my Here's God. the thing. The mailers. You know, if you know me listening at home, Cruz is my boy. I likes me some Cruz. <sighs> Cruz the debater, back in 2016, back in the Republican primary, early Republican primary in particular, he, he was a god. <laughs> when, when, they, when they asked him that question, um, did you, did you, what, what did you really mean when you said they should make the sand turn into glass, and you could see him with that twinkle in his eye chuckling like, oh, you Yankees don't know when we're joking. Um, because you don't actually fucking nuke the whole fucking desert into glass. They, they, and they pedantically ask as if he literally meant that. And it's so funny when they ask it that way. And, and he laughs at it, and you can see him, and it's so great. Uh, but, um, and, and he had, like, legitimate, like, actual thought-out comebacks that I'm not going to describe to you. But, like, you see him now, it's and he's so pitiful. He, he put up this thing on Twitter, he was like, from Beto's own mouth. And it was a video of a work in front of a black congregation talking about that dude in Dallas who a cop entered his house mistakenly and shot him and killed him. And he was talking about how, like, that's fucked up, and it's messed up this is happening. He was, Wait, and he was getting, Cruz was talking about that? And he was getting going. Oh, yeah. No, Ted Cruz was saying from Beto's own mouth. Well, so. He was painting this out to be bad. And then the same. Oh, oh, this, oh, oh The oh. same National Review guys who I was just talking about who have backed Kavanaugh, they were, they were all resp replying to Ted Cruz's tweet and they were like, what are you doing? What's your point here? And? Like, we agree with everything Beto is saying. <laughs> this is and and so. <laughs> like, what are you. I think what there's are you a doing? Cru Cruz is he is going on super he is the most cynical one of the most cynical people he has yeah. very low low a very low opinion of his voters cuz yeah, he thinks he, he can rile them up on the cop thing and he picked this one issue that just happened a couple weeks ago where there is a pretty huge national consensus that this cop fucking killed this and, guy. And then once again, this wouldn't be interesting except for the fact that we shouldn't even be fucking talking about it. You I get know. me? Some hippie with a Mexican nickname <laughs> is going to take Ted Cruz's Senate seat? <laughs> and, 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 and it's still not believable because it's still not quite in the five... It's not in the five-point gap, right? No, it's under that. I mean... It the, is? The, the polling... Which, which, when, when you're an incumbent, that five-point gap on the bottom side is yeah. still relatively safe. I'm looking right. it up on 538. They do the whole... Up to the minute. I, saw, I thought that the... the... Five-minute on the other side, that's, that's when, you know, that's, that's, that's the real magic I'm talking about. But uh, still, five minutes on the other on the underside is uh, uh, is he shouldn't fucking be there. I thought the Beto average should not be there. Fell to about like a three point eight gap between the two of them. Um, That's too fucking close. I mean, it's yeah. It, Even though four incumbents generally, I like to I hold on to and and it's like it you like nine out of ten times guys it pays off to bet on the incumbent with oh, a yeah. five point gap. Yeah. And uh, 9.99 times, damn it. But he, he, but he should not be this close, and I've said it eight times, and uh, I'll let Mike edit it. <laughs> I mean, shouldn't be this close, sure. But they, they, the, that race is definitely going to come down to the latest gaffe out of the White House before the election. Mm -hmm. That's if, if Trump manages to piss off 
um, his base in any way, shape, or form. A road because I mean he's done things. I mean you could see in his polls like when he loses ground with primarily whites. Um, you can you can see when it happens. So um, five thirty eight says to, uh, that O'Rourke has an eleven percent chance of, of winning. Eleven percent. Eleven percent's too much, man. Right? It should it, it should be zero. Ted Cruz read that or he got handed that eleven percent figure from Nate Silver, <laughs> and that pissed him off or, or or made him piss his boots. He he's um. I don't know how much longer for the political world Ted Cruz is. He's just not... He's deeply unlikable. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he's got like a like a, a face that like biologically pisses I'll people. I'll never abandon my Facebook like of Ted Cruz, I don't think. Um, but so he, I understand why he would lose. He jerks I'm not off, fucking stupid. He jerks off to Twitter boy. Yeah, he, this is where Mark that's posts the thing a gift. I like about him is how like how fucking daddy, like how dad like he is. Like he's just like, like I can recommend some websites to you that will not be shared on your social media page. I right? like the fact that he doesn't know how to find weird, creepy porn, like, and he just like looks at totally vanilla porn on Twitter. That. I, I like that about him. That's something that... The, I know. mean, it was incest porn, but... Wait, it was? Yeah. Yeah, it was mom... Wait, that... It that, was stepmom banging the stepson porn. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, edit out everything I just said. <laughs> uh, nope. Edit out everything I, Because I didn't, I didn't pay attention enough to that story, apparently. God, How did you not it? pay attention to that story? That was like... I must have known and forgot. Oh Which, my god, that's so fucking funny. We just, surpassed, we, just, yeah. we just surpassed the one year anniversary. Okay, okay, okay. The thing about it was, it was the clumsy Twitter navigation of porn that I liked. The subject matter of, of the ins- I think I dismissed that as an accident. I must have. And, and, well, and he maintains. In order, to, in order to forget about it. Maintains it was a staffer who no longer works. For I maintain that he was totally looking at porn and accidentally. Listen, we all do. It's lonely out there on the campaign. I don't look at you know? it on Twitter ever. Oh, I don't. Why? I don't look at on Twitter. I'm talking about accidentally stumbling into weird shit. Okay, yes. If you're on the internet, sometimes you're going to stumble into weird shit. You don't then watch it and share it with your millions of Twitter followers as you. Was were... there a way that they he didn't share it? He show liked that it. they watched. Oh, he liked it. That's what it was. It. Yeah, he liked it. That, that's all. That's all that was that you could show is that he liked it. Yeah, like he liked it, and then it pops On up in his feed. Accident, I would claim, but that's only my. Claim. I think he accidentally. That's only my silly. No, I do think he accidentally liked it. Yeah, yeah. I don't like think he while did that he was jerking it. Oh, 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 you fucker! Oh, like, uh, uh, that's the middle of the I think he was leaving. I'm gonna leave it at that. I think he was looking at it. His thumb slipped. I think that that was a good enough. <laughs> that that was such a fantastic spin of what I was saying that we gotta that we gotta stop there. All right. I think that's a great place to stop. With accusing Ted Cruz. With accusing Ted Cruz. To incest, even though this is on my show and I like him, I'm gonna let it happen. It, these things uh, happen because it's funny. All right. Uh, so, oh, uh, so do we want to wrap up the domestic segment? Yeah. And then like, we'll do some fun stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do some fun stuff. All right, we'll be back with some fun stuff. All right, and we're back here, folks. Uh, we're done with the uh, messy, depressing stuff, and uh, now we're going to move on to the fun stuff, kind of... Uh, Theron, what did you like in the uh, in the 
Domestic Edition universe this week. So over in D Films Club, we've been talking about the new Joker movie that's coming out next year, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix. Uh, Great actor. Walking his way into the role of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Great actor. It's kind of odd they're doing another Joker. Yeah, um, Joker's like Spider-Man for DC. Just had Jared Leto do the Joker. Oof. That went miserably, though. You can do another portrayal right after a failure. And it really seems like DC, uh, uh, as far as their films, is kind of choosing to go away from the whole big expanded universe. Thank God. After... After this year, because... Well, Cat, Cavill uh, dropped out. Cavill dropped out of the Superman... Well, he got let go from the yes. Superman role, which is bizarre. Because he didn't want to be in the Shazam movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Shazam movie looks kind of fun. Yeah. It does! Yeah. It just... That's funny that that's what cost them their Superman. Yeah, but it's just like, Cavill was never the problem. No. With, uh, no. None of the casting was really even the problem. It was the writing. It's it, was, it was the writing. And, 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 it was putting, miserable scripts. Miserable and putting scripts Zack Snyder in charge of your shit. Yeah. Of, of, of Sucker Punch and 300 Fame. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you go back to the comics, and I'm not a comics guy. I don't, I, I don't pretend to be. But um, I'm, I'm a regular American boy like anyone else. And, you know, I was into the, the superhero stuff and... Me saying I was a regular American boy does not insinuate that women did not follow comic books. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was a regular American boy and I followed comic books. And I think that DC was better at standalone episodic stuff. And Marvel was always better at expanded universe stuff. That's not like, I'm not breaking anybody's head to say that. And it just seems like they should stick with their bread and butter. And, I mean, and the comics was better at both. Yeah, I mean, Justice League is the iconic superhero team. Their big crises but that and was stuff only and huge the... continuity events that they've had throughout the years. Yeah. And also their standalone stuff like Dark Knight Returns and, and big events. Red Sun. Oh. Watchmen. To some degree, though, and, and okay, this is just my take. It's uh, The DC heroes have this thing about them where a lot of them... At least, I guess, maybe this is... I, I guess this is just my opinion. Batman only makes sense if he is the only superhero. Or, like, one of two or three. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he literally only makes sense if he is the only person who really puts on Kevlar and goes out and punches people at night or whatever. And, uh... Because if that is a, like, large rash of a problem, then, like... Right. Then that just, like... It, well... That is a different national discussion and, and all this and stuff in, than, than, than how we understand Batman. And in DC, each hero has their own city. Yeah. You know, Superman has Metropolis. You have Keystone, where they're made or whatever to stay, it is, be standalone. Flashes, Star City, where the Green Lantern is. Um, you know, Gotham. Gotham, obviously. Wait, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking Blue Haven for uh, for uh, uh, the grown up Robin. But yeah, yep. and then the idea was, oh, once a month though you get a cool comic where they all hang out together because something threatens and, the world. But that yeah. was just a special <laughs> event though, mm-hmm. like the whole come together thing. Uh, it seems to me that Marvel's big event was always the like Marvel's like big running thing was always the Avengers, like where their guys came together. We yeah. had Captain America and leading X-Men. the rest of the circus. Yeah, I mean X Men and Fantastic Four far more than the Avengers were the. Uh, 
the draw in the comics world. The Avengers all, were kind of all the, teams, all teams. Yep. Yeah, Marvel yes. is always teams, and and and, and I guess my point's made. Well, uh, Marvel is a band of misfits. Mm-hmm. And I think that 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 definitely well, at least X Men is. Yeah, it leads to um, maybe some more interesting characters or you you don't have to work as hard to find the conflict it goes back and forth it's 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 about relevance of of the time and and what what's called for because the x-men reformed when people when a, at least a set of people uh desperately really needed a, a a batch of misfits to read about and relate to and so at that time you had the best stories happening in x-men because that's how art works like when society thirsts for something, mm-hmm. typically yeah. artists make it. And you see that in X Men, Spider Man, Daredevil, yeah, all the great Marvel comics. Which you see DC do that at times, I'm sure, because it's not like art isn't happening. DC at DC. DC has always, to me, uh, been more, and this may annoy you, oh, more I mean, um, mythic. No, that's cool. Yeah, folklorish. No, I like that. Legendary. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's what it, that's what's always attracted me to to DC. SNBC yeah, actually had a say, recent. Yeah, that's that's what's attracted me. It's like they tried to abandon it and make them uh, low and common, like Marvel heroes who have personal issues and like and like have drinking problems and and that's and, cool as shit and, too. That, that's its own separate thing, yeah. though. Yeah, and right. what Marvel's good at. You know that Marvel is good at. Yeah, Marvel tells. Wheelhouses, guys. Marvel tells lower, more human level stories. DC, I mean, Red when Sun. When they're not doing cosmic shit, that's right. the other thing. Marvel does cosmic. Yeah, and I mean, low. The, yeah. And, and DC does that middle area of somebody is trying to rob a bank. <laughs> Marvel's always been. Or, a, or burn down the city. A little more soap opera esque. And uh, that's actually. That, there's a lot of appeal to that. I like that. Totally. When I'm in the mood for it. Sometimes I really don't want it, though. You know? I mean, they're, they're the superhero movies right now for our society which are kind of... we drifted unique. into words on art comic book uh, yes. segment. Yes, which I could talk all day, but yeah, movies are the new which cultural ethics of yeah. superheroes. Which, it's, it's weird. Uh, when I post in the groups, um, it, it is weird with the comic book stuff and how it has creeped into our movies and our TV... Because, um, used to, you could very plainly say, okay, this is comic book subject matter, and I'll throw it in there. And, but, like, today, when I find the Thanos page, and I loves me some Thanos, <laughs> and, I th- and I liked me that Thanos page, and, and, and I shared it, <coughs> I was like, okay, well, obviously this was popularized because of the movie, but it grew from the comics... And but and then there's the third element of um, when we discuss it, where do I post it? Because that's right. relevant to how I post it. So I just do it in comics. You know. Usually Marvel shit goes in in film club. Yeah, it does. That's I mean, it talk, really does. When we're talking about the Marvel universe, we're talking about the giant blockbuster movies that we've all seen. Yeah, it's, which is cool. And DC stuff, not so much because they suck. We're like, oh, is this Joker movie gonna be? Terrible or cool? With the exception of Wonder Woman, which, you know, was amazing. It was solid. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I guess I guess maybe not uh, not everybody, like... Uh... I like... Ooh. 
I liked I like Wonder it. Woman. Okay. I think it I don't, was... I don't mean to make a thing of you just liking no. it. No, no. It was just overhyped, I feel like. I am the guy that overhyped it, though. I, I fucking loved have it. Have you seen it again? Yeah. At home? Yeah. I rented it. I watched it at home. Jenny, Jenny was out. And okay. I was just like, I'm going to watch Wonder Woman. I, I watched it at home um, when it came out on home release. And it's not that I didn't like it. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is, mm. this is fine. I, I mean, I... I, it was definitely really great as a big screen feature. Oh, yeah. I saw and, it in the drive-in. I had a blast. And it didn't play as well at home, I will tell you that. Most of these movies are better in the theater. Exactly. Um, uh, it's, uh, you know, you have your exceptions. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what was something that uh, you saw cool in the groups, Mike? Uh, well, just this morning. Um you know, it's a band book week or month, and I got involved week. in that week in... Um, doing that over in Ombi's library. Ombi's library, and uh, I got into looking at some of the band books and just uh, how silly it is, some of these oh. books being banned. I was blown away. I talked to a lady at the comic shop today who was here for a reading at the Kurt Vonnegut band book club thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Because and, and, and Slaughterhouse-Five is one of the big... I talked to her about the same thing. And I was I I talked to about what you're talking about, where I was like, The Giver, Bridge to Terabithia, right? These books are banned. Like what? Why? For, for why? <laughs> That's always my favorite part of the banned book discussion. Are the why are these books banned? Right. Like when it's I'm like. like obvious conservative propaganda sometimes catcher in the rice says goddamn like a hundred fucking times in the book so i get why yeah that's why i don't want people to read that perks of being a wallflower is all about sex and drugs like with 14 and 15 year olds i get that even though i think in both cases you, there's a better way to handle that than right mm-hmm. books but Obviously. some of these books yeah i mean it's like are you there god it's me margaret like <laughs> That's like essential girls reading. Right. It's, it's, I, I, like, The Giver was one of the, like, formative books for me as a, as a elementary There's student. There's a lot of kids. It, it's a really good story. It's the first probably dystopian fiction I read mm-hmm. that just, like, here is a way things could go wrong. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really important to me. And the idea that because... It's a dystopia. We can't expose kids to that. I don't want to sound like a boomer or anything, but for God's sake. <laughs> I know. Like, you need to be challenged by ideas. Well, that's it was like, thing. here's a book about uh, Brave New World. Yeah. How, um, how, like, mass prescription drugs are used to make right. people dull. And, like, they're going to ban that book because they don't like drugs. Right. I'm like, this book is about this book agrees with you. <laughs> you just haven't finished it yet. <laughs> In the group, the giver was the big joke. I, the, the, yeah. the, yeah. the ban of the giver yes. was the big joke. Yes. Kind of an atheist the, bent because, to the bad shit. The, the bad guys <laughs> were definitely the atheist regime. Right. They're not. I mean, it was just. You guys didn't finish the book. No, I didn't. <laughs> or maybe these. Maybe these evangelicals are smarter than we're thinking, and maybe they know the kids aren't going to finish the book. <laughs> well, well, that's why you don't need to bother banning Catcher in the Rye. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I like that book. Yeah, I did, did not. Did you? Uh, uh, I, I, I tried. I tried twice. I can't. Yeah. I cannot even with that. I've read it multiple times. 
Oh, okay. I'm, gl- I'm glad. <laughs> it for a long time, I was that I and you know sometimes I try to be cool with my opinions and what my favorite things are, and it's so like cliche to say Catcher in the Rye is my favorite book. It's my favorite book. No fucking way. Or what? No, it's not, no, it's not saying. my favorite book, but it was my favorite book for a long time. Okay, okay. Because I listed my favorite books yesterday. They are The Hobbit, Cash by Johnny Cash. And Drive by Larry Bird. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we, we did have that. I, I think I had six recommendations on mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Hillbilly Elegy, Between the World and Me, um, Dresden Files, American Gods, um, For Whom the Bell Tolls, and I forget the other one because I'm bad at things. I don't know. Michael Allen and I had a nice talk about Dr. Seuss. Yes. No, yes. Yeah, well, and uh, we're both dads. We read, we read them to our kids. So are you, Mike? Yep. yep. Doctor Seuss is awesome. Uh, and speaking of uh, kids, I I threw in my two my two cents. I'm not much for fiction myself, uh, but uh, I uh, all of the entire Agatha Christie series blurs together uh, for me because I mean th- there are kind of all the same books. You can like destroy one of those in an afternoon if you're like one of those voracious readers. So go read one of them, uh, honestly. Uh, and if you're not a voracious reader, you'll be able to get through it in a week, not even trying. Do you want a myth? Reading for pleasure. Freak. Well, that and goosebumps. Oh man! Oh, yeah, I w- even as a even as an elementary school kid, you could kill one of those in an evening. Yeah, that was I, a great. I did, I did a few of those. Yeah, and I re- I did several of them, and I remember. I was really a big in them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. An ant got or something got me a box set of those. Yeah, those those were a blast. Goosebumps were baller. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I had the Great Illustrated Classics as a kid. We got a bunch of those um, from a garage sale for Layla, so she can. Oh, very cool. That's my uh, eight-year-old. But you know what else I read? Lois Lowry, The Giver, and Never the Stars. <laughs> yes. Uh... <laughs> and I mean, I one thing I will say is my parents never tried to censor my reading. I was in third grade and I was reading Jurassic Park, which the, scary. The book itself is a lot more intense than that movie. Uh, and a lot more full of swearing. Um, <laughs> I'll say mine never did either, and they did censor me on TV and stuff. Yeah, me That's too. It's actually funny you should say that because uh, uh, they just didn't Jenny, know what I was reading because uh, <laughs> they uh, didn't read. Je- Jenny, she read uh, uh, Jurassic Park, and the whole time she's just like, uh, "So at any point in this um, uh, book about dinosaurs eating people, do the dinosaurs eat people?" <laughs> <laughs> Kind of getting uh, into the book until yeah no the 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 lead up to the disaster is a lot longer in the book. It's kind of Moby Dickish too in that it gets real scientific because yes. Moby Dick is like one third of it is just straight whale facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and they're really interesting, and that's a really great book. But yes, yeah. oh, and now that we're on dense texts, I would like to come back around to the other side of of, of what I threw in on the favorite. Uh, books thing, which was Jefferson's Nephews, the uh, historical work that charts the generations, a uh, couple generations immediately after Thomas Jefferson, uh, at, by the end of which they have completely descended into disaster. Uh-oh. Uh, and, uh, and I haven't if, read that. If you were in, this was a work of amateur history that, um, that ballooned in just into just this masterpiece that uh, they had us read in class. So, anyway, I won't go on too much. Well, I think you had something. I was from really excited to be able to contribute to that conversation because I'm not much of a book guy. 
What was something uh, that you piqued your interest in the uh, side groups? Oh, in in the uh, in the side groups, um, and you might have to give me a minute to scroll. All right. Well, let's. Uh, we're gonna pause. Stupid decision. Well, I think we've got uh, plenty of material for me to edit here, guys. Well, so. uh, real quick, before we finish our fast food update, you best not forget you can get a 69-cent burger at rallies. I'm sorry. No, it's important. It. it's important. It's important. Important shit. That, that kept me fed. Um, well, uh, well, we'll see you guys in our next episode. Um, um, yeah, uh, I think uh, we, we were pretty thorough. Uh, it, it was really lovely um, having uh, uh, Mike and Theron over. And it's lovely the thought of you at home listening to our voices and thinking about the news and talking about the news with your friends and family. Uh, register to vote. Go register to vote and, and be. Yeah, you only have like a week or so here in Indiana. It uh, takes five minutes, so do it. As we as we go through our sign out, this is where uh, as we approach or enter our sign out, this is where we. Um, you know, uh, stop being, uh, stop having a good time, and we talk about the mission. Um, and uh, you know, we we want people to be informed. I say we. I hate using the royal we. I want people to be informed. Uh, um, and uh, and so that's part of why I do this. That is not the main reason. The uh, but right now tonight. David Poppadon, over at Fermenting Opinions, and the, all that gang over there, they're doing a hangout uh, where they talk about the news, and David Laban's there, and I don't know what other DE people are there, but um, uh, I, I don't want to assume too much about where this crazy relationship between DE and FO are going, but uh, I, uh, we get along, they're, they, they're good news club people. And uh, if uh, in the future uh, you want to go over to their hangout uh, whenever we're recording and we'll all talk about the news, that'll be great. I'm, I'm just so excited about that. So uh, thank you so much for stopping by. Go to Hoosier Edition and follow local Indiana news. Go to local edition and find your local chapter if you're from anywhere else. And uh, boy, I've been going on for a minute. Uh, Mike, <laughs> Theron, is there anything else we want to touch on? No. no, man, just join the conversation. That's yeah. that's what it's about. You go vote, vote or die. Yeah. Vote Actually, die. don't die. You can vote and die, as long as you get your vote in first. All right, and uh, uh, thank you so much, everybody. It's uh, and I will see you in the funny papers.